Hi, I'm Eric Roberts, the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. And this is episode 250 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Eric Roberts lands here at On Screen and Beyond. We're going to be talking with him about Star 80, The Butcher, The Expendables, The Dark Knight, and his latest movie to come out on DVD is called The Whole Truth, and he plays a Russian mobster, and he does a great job with it. It is such a riot. Be sure to check that one out. We'll be talking about that and a whole bunch of other things that's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond with Eric Roberts. And uh, we've got a lot of news coming your way as far as remakes and sequels, of course. I want to remind you, if you have a suggestion of somebody you would like to hear on On Screen and Beyond, be sure to let us know at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we'll see what we can do about getting that person on for you. It's time now for Remake Madness. Remake Madness, well, the big screen remake of TV's Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Now, of course, we've talked about that before. Uh, It was on the Rocky and Bullwinkle show, and it's been moved from a November 21st, 2013 release to a March 7th, 2014. So they've moved it back a little bit. And uh, another reboot, or remake, whatever you want to call it, of the video game Hitman is being made after the first one quickly died off. And it's uh, this time Paul Walker will be playing the lead role as Agent 47. And a remake of Brooke Shields' 1981 flop, Endless Love, is in the works. So we'll let you know what goes on with that. That's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. What's coming away as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, well, Ryan Reynolds has a busy 2013 in the works, and in, especially in the animation world. In March, he will be voicing a character in The Croods alongside Nicolas Cage as a caveman. And in July, Turbo will have Reynolds as a snail who wants to be the fastest snail in the world. And finally, in the stop-motion animation world, a film called The Shadow King will come our way with the voices supplied by Dakota Fanning, Richard Dreyfus, Terry Hatcher, Ian McShane, and Paul Rubens. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen to Beyond. We take a peek at what's coming away as far as sequels down at Sequel City. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sequel City, well, June 20th. You can look for How to Train Your Dragon 2 as it flies into theaters. And the sequel to Sin City called Sin City, 
A Dame to Kill will feature ex-Mike Hammer TV star Stacey Keach in the main villain role in that film. And Kristen Wiig will star in the cast of Anchorman alongside the rest of the gang. And it's uh, Anchorman 2, of course. The legend continues. And it sounds like one crazy movie with her and Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, and Christine Applegate. That is it for Sequel City coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, May 7th, you can get the final season of Have Gun, Will Travel, Season 6 on DVD in uh, sets Volume 1 and set Volume 2. And on April 30th, you can get Friends Season 1 and Friends Season 2 on Blu-ray. And you can get the final season of 30 Rock Season 7 on a two-disc set on April 30th. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. (laughs) Movies on DVD, well, February 19th. Four Assassins with Will Young Lee hit stores, and the action thriller is about a top hitman who reunites with three colleagues in a fancy Hong Kong hotel room, but the rest is a mystery. And The Impossible with Naomi Watts and Ian McGregor will arrive in stores on April 23rd, and it follows a family's experiences during the Indian Ocean tsunami. And on February 14th, you can get a film called Love and Honor, And it's about a soldier in the 60s trying to recapture his former girlfriend's heart. That is it for upcoming new movies on On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we sit down with Eric Roberts to talk about uh, his new movie out on DVD called The Whole Truth. And uh, we'll also talk with Eric about uh, The Expendables and Star 80, The Dark Knight, The Butcher, all those things he's been in. He's been in so many things. It'll be great talking to him. Eric Roberts is next right here on On Screen and Beyond. He's been nominated for three Golden Globes and an Oscar. And today on On Screen and Beyond, you may remember my next guest for his role in Star 80, The Pope of Greenwich Village, The Dark Knight, the TV show Less Than Perfect, and over 200 other roles. His latest film out on DVD is called The Whole Truth, in which he plays a hilarious Russian mobster. It's Eric Roberts. Eric, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hey, Brian. How's it going, pal? Great. Eric, you know, you've done so many different movies but uh, and and I can't say that I've seen every one of them, but but I haven't seen you do a character like you did in the whole truth. Oh uh, well, thank you. Uh, that 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 character um, <laughs> when they when they told me about it, I thought I thought a Russian mobster that sounded boring. <laughs> then they told me the kind of comedy it was, and then I agreed I agreed to read it, and it was just it was it just it made me laugh from page went all the way through the fact the fact that a man you know dresses like it's 1980 and uh and thinks thinks a good disguise so one wig that doesn't fit and uh it, it was it, and it, it was just it was a perfect departure for me playing you know people that i play that are insanely evil right so um <laughs> it was it was real fun for me 
<laughs> yeah, because when I saw it, that's what I expected. When I saw you were going to be in it, even though it was a, a comedy, uh, I figured, okay, you're the tough guy in the whole thing. And then when I saw you, and it, when you first came out with the the uh, the bald head partially and the long hair, it was, I mean, it was a riot. <laughs> no, thanks, buddy, thanks. And, and I ha- have to bring a Rick Overton. You know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not an innately funny man. I can be funny if I have funny dialogue, what have you, but just... Just, just innately, I am not a comic. However, Rick Overton, who plays my sidekick, is, mm. and I would tell, I would tell Rick to tell me how to play a scene, and he would. So I was basically told what to do with all my mannerisms by Rick, who played my sidekick, and he's and he's great in the movie. Have you have you had a chance to, uh, to see the whole film? Oh yes, or, yeah, or yeah, I watched it. Cuts of it. Yeah, oh, I saw the whole thing. Yeah, Rick is a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and I and I, it was it was also nice to uh, to work with you and Colleen because uh, I love women directors. I've only been lucky enough to uh, work with three of them in my career, but really? I love them because I love I love the sensibilities and I love I love how they are with actors. And uh, Colleen was just a, a a blast. And then and on top of that, then uh, Elizabeth, I had only seen play heavy stuff. You know, I I I had seen her be a drama queen. Um, you know, many times on TV, but then in this, she's actually funny. You know, it's yeah. good, man. Yeah, when yeah. she starts getting a little crazier and crazier because she's worried about you getting you know the mob after her and everything. That, that was that was funny. She did a good job. It's so entertaining, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and is this your first time working with Elizabeth and Sean Patrick Flannery too? Uh Sean isn't Sean a miracle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was my first time with either of them. It was a great cast. A good film. Well, you know, the script attracted us all because it was fun to read. Yeah. Now, developing the character that you were playing, did you have a lot of input into that, or did they, did they tell you how to do it, or, or how did that develop? It was it was all in the stage directions, all in the dialogue, and uh, I just I just I just put the clothes on and brought it to life. It, it was it was written like that. Yeah. Like I say, I, I wasn't used to seeing you in that type of role, but I, I thought it was a riot. You did a great job. Well, you know, Bob Fosse changed my life when he cast me in Star 80, because after that, uh, people, when they have a psycho, they call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's just what happened. Yeah. Now, it surprised me when you said that in your career you've only worked with three women directors. I mean, you've done, you know, what, 200-and-something films or something? Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, it's 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 you know, very few women are are like bosses in this industry. You know, we had you know, one studio head for a while who was a, who was a woman. Yeah, but uh, it's 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 unusual. And uh, while while we're on the phone today, I'd like to steal a minute to uh, bring up the fact that my stepson Keaton Simons uh, has a new single out today called "Beautiful Pain," and it's a feature single on iTunes. And I'm told it's blowing up to radio. So uh, I want to give a shout out for Keaton Simon's beautiful pain today, guys. Mm-hmm. It's 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 out there in the world. Sure, and 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 in fact, I happen to be reading your website to you know to get some ideas of uh, what to to talk to you about, and uh, I noticed mm-hmm. that that was on your website. And you want to give everybody your website so they can uh, check it out? Okay, my my website is ericrobertsactor.com, and I have a link to Keaton Simon's there. And uh, of course, I never I never want to do a radio show without talking about. About about naturalchild.org and norpreciouspaws.org, two great websites. But, lot, but if you don't want to go around to a bunch of websites, go to com 
and there are links to all of these on my website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Now, you know, this movie, like I say, was to me was different. Maybe maybe you've done something similar along the way, but like you say, you're usually the, the heavy on the show. <laughs> right, right, right. But of all the other ones that you've done, and you've done many, I mean, you work like crazy. <laughs> um, do Is there a favorite film that you have of all the films that you've done? Oh, brother, it would it would have to be an eight- or a ten-way tie, because I've been lucky to make a lot of fun movies. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it'd be the first King of the Gypsies. Yeah. It'd be the heaviest Star 80. It'd be Pope Greenwich Village. It'd be Runaway Train. It'd be It's My Party. It'd be Love is a Gun. Um, uh, it would be The Butcher. Um, probably a couple more that I that I can't think of. You know, probably five more. But, uh, but you know, I've... I've been I've been so lucky, and I work with so many groovy people, and uh, and 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 I and I still get to do it, and uh, the ones that I've always been allowed to work. And this is a hard industry. You know? I know. People, yeah. People are very talented, but they don't have they don't they don't have the best agent, or they don't know, or they don't know the right people. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't happen for them. Yeah. And, uh, so I've been very lucky, and I'm very aware of it. Yeah. And, um, and I love what I do, yeah. and they let me do it. And uh, so I'm going to keep doing it for a while. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Charles Grodin on the show. What and, a great cat. Oh, yeah. And he uh, he was talking about that, too, saying that he's been in a lot of uh, classes for acting when he was starting out. And there's, he said there's a lot more people out there who are more talented than, than him, but they couldn't take the rejection. Yeah, that's true, too, pal. It really is, because... Only only one person ever gets a job, and hundreds of people want that job every right. time. Sometimes tens of thousands of people want that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So as far as um, the whole truth, how did you come about getting that role? Is it something that uh, they approached you for? Sure, they are called and asked me if I'd come do it. And, um, and I ended up deciding it'd be a great departure for me, so I did, sure. Like I say, I, I just can't say enough, because I cracked right up when I saw you. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you, brother. So, was acting what you always wanted to do when you were young? I did I did my first play at four, uh, but I played a mute clown, so I was very safe. <laughs> but what how I started acting is I had a terrible stutter as a kid, but we learned that when I memorized things, I didn't stutter. So it became a sense of power at first, and uh, uh, then then I got good at it. Then I got very good at it. Then uh, then I got lucky and I got my first film, and uh, it's been my life ever since. And that was that was 1978. Wow! Since then, you've done some big films and TV shows. Now you were like I mentioned earlier, uh, you did Less Than Perfect for I don't know quite a few episodes or what is it, seventy it episodes? About, it was I think it ran four seasons, four seasons, or, or just under four seasons. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy doing the daily routine of a TV show? Oh, it's so much more fun because you know, it uh, it uh, it used to be a blast for me to be on the road all the time. But now that I've gotten older, uh, I I like to be home with the wife. You know, the uh, the wife spoils me, mm-hmm. and I like her company. And uh, so so the road isn't as exciting as it used to be. And I also go to bed very early, and I get up very early, and I like going to the gym. And hotel gyms usually suck, so 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 I like to be home to, to to have access to my bed and my gym, what have you. You know, I've changed in my in my middle years. You know, I'm not I'm not quite 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 gung ho to be hard to find anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, do you do you usually enjoy a uh, a rigorous uh, exercise every day, or I'm in the gym every morning. Sure, every morning. Yeah, it's just it's just part of what makes me tick well. Yeah. Now, are you more into the uh, the weights or into like CrossFit type thing, or? Uh, well, I'm 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 uh, I'm too old and not vain enough anymore for weights. But uh, I I I just do cardiovascular and a lot of stomach, a lot of lower back. You know, mm-hmm. just the healthy stuff. Yeah. Now, getting away from your acting and everything else, when you kick back, and like I say, you, you do an incredible amount of work, but when you do sit back, do you watch TV? If you do, what are your favorite TV shows of all time and of now? Well, from September to January, it's always the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, all day Sunday and, of course, Monday Night Football. And, and, and now we have Thursday Night Football and sometimes Friday Night Football. So, uh, because we have cable now, so um, I'm a TV giant. I'm a, I'm a football junkie. So I so 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 I watch a lot of NFL on TV all through all through football season. And besides that, I'm a news junkie, and I like um, I like to show The Office. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't think of another. I know there are at least two or three more that I watch on occasion, but I watch The Office rather often. And, um, but, you know, these days I'm kind of absorbed with my stepson, Keaton Simons. Um, he, he, um, he has a new single out today called Beautiful Pain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he has a feature, and it's a, it's a feature single on iTunes. Yep. And I'm told that he blew up the radio today. He's, um, he, um, his album, his album debuted. And, uh, uh, I'm not sure I had this right, but it went number one on the internet or, or number one in requests, or, or number one somehow. I don't quite understand yet. Wow. But um, he's blowing up the radio. So uh, Keaton Simon's Beautiful Pain. And so uh, that's what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm most concerned about these days, and that's has my interest these days, as opposed to my old, my old acting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, have you ever been uh, involved with music at all? No, not at all. I, I, I did, I did You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, as a kid. And I and I and I sang a little bit in a movie called In Cold Blood, and that's about it, pal. <laughs> yeah. So you're not ready to to start jamming with him or anything? <laughs> oh no, but I'm a hell of an audience. <laughs> you're a great cheering section, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What about movies? What are your favorite movies of all time that you like to watch? Oh, of all time. Well, all about Fosse's films, and. And more than half of Hal Ashby's films, uh, you know, those those two guys made incredible statements and, ma- and made and made incredible stories, and and both of them liked biography type movies, and they both told a biography better than anybody for my money. Mm-hmm. Those two guys are my favorite in 20th century filmmakers yeah. of them all. Yep. yep, and I think maybe what we have left over from the 20th century now in the 21st. My favorite might be Soderbergh, uh, and um, yeah. 
uh, and my favorite actors stretch all the way from Monty Clift to my wife Eliza Roberts, mm-hmm. and um, and and there are a lot of people in between. And if I start naming people, I will leave people out. Right. <laughs> and I'm always I'm always I'm always great to do that. But uh, but I've been influenced by half a dozen actors. Yeah. But but mostly you know the two that I named, you know, yeah. my wife and Monty Clift. Yeah. Is there anybody? Uh, is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you would really like to work with? Yeah, actually, actually, I would love to work with Tom Cruise. I think Tom Cruise is a truly great actor, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've worked in the original Bokeem Woodbine, but I like to work with him again. He was in he was in um, the Butcher with me, mm-hmm, yeah, and uh, and uh, I would love to work with Jack Nicholson. I mean, for Christ's sake, right. <laughs> And, you know, and there's John and John Cusack. And uh, Terrence Howard, I guess, is one I'd like to work with. And also, you know, there's, there's a young kid. Well, I guess he's not a kid anymore. Zachary Levi. He was on, he was on um, uh, Less, Less Than Perfect with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a really phenomenal young actor. I would love to do a drama with him. Yeah. And uh, so those are off the top of my head, guys, that, that, that I like. But I'm sure I left out half a dozen. Right, I'm sure that's a, that's a hard thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So now, when you were on or in rather the Expendables, did mm-hmm. did they call you and ask you to do that? Yes, Fly and I knew each other. We had already worked together in a thing called the Specialist, mm-hmm. and uh, we 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 kind of hit it off. Where he said, you know, Hey, Eric, you know, we don't have a scene together. <laughs> and he said, and he said, Yeah. He said, Well, I'm going to write one. So when I write it. I'm going to just bring it to the set. We're going to have to say we're going to shoot it because they're going to not they're not going to put it in the, in the budget. <laughs> I said, okay. He said, so you got to know it. We got to just do it quick. <laughs> so he wrote it. He handed it to me. I looked at it. We we ran it a couple of times, and we shot it. And it ended up in the movie. And it's a scene where I hold a knife to his eye, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he and I bonded, and uh, and we like each other. So yeah. uh, so then he. Um, and see, before that, what's what's that movie about? In, in the snow that John Lithgow ended up playing the bad guy in? Oh, uh, uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, he offered me Cliffhanger, the bad guy in Cliffhanger. Really? But I was already doing something, so so they missed each other, and then we had the specialist, and then and they came Expendables, and they offered the bad guy, and I went running because I thought it'd be fun, and he wrote it. And uh, it ended up being boys' camp because you and Dolph and I are old friends. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was just fun, dude. The only really, really, really unhappiness about any of it was a Rio de Janeiro uh, is a slum. It's got the Copacabana where all us white folks go and all get a suntan, and the rest of it is a slum. Really, and it's heartbreaking. And uh, and and there's and and there's there's a real class distinction there. And it's not kind to people. Hmm. And uh, I guess I should get off the negative track here. What else? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I, was, I wanted to mention that, uh, you know, if, if you want to do the, the sly impression, you do it very well. I could do a whole interview and we could say you were sly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a cool cat. I really, I really enjoy him. And I've, and I've known, and I've, and I've worked with him like a 10 years apart, basically. So, you know, uh, he, he is what he is. He's not, he, he doesn't. He doesn't change. He is what he is. He's a cool cat. Yeah. Now, what about Dark Knight? I mean, to be part of that film must have been amazing. 
Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. You know, Chris Nolan's a real winner. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he knows what he wants, why he wants it, how he wants it. He knows how to tell you how to get it. And, um, and it, it's a little bit like working for God and that, and that, and that, you know, you like hear his voice over an intercom telling you where to stand. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, he makes beautiful movies, dude. He knows how to do it. And, uh, to be, to be, to be a part of that. I'm the only, I'm the only guy in that with, with dialogue who had to audition. And, uh, I auditioned for it and I didn't hear about it. I didn't get a response for two months. Wow. And, uh, I thought I didn't get it. But then, uh, he got back to me and, uh, it was a true adventure. It was a true adventure. Mm-hmm. And I got to work at Pinewood Studios, which was a, which was always a fantasy of mine. And of course, we shot all the X series in Chicago. In Chicago, okay, I didn't know that. I was looking on IMDb to see what you got coming up, and you have a, more of a list of things coming up than a lot of people have for their credits. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here's the thing. I got to be honest with you. It's not always as as incredible. Oh my God, as it sounds, because every time anybody offers me something, they then put it up there on IMDb so they can attract other people to it. So it's it's all the show business game. You just have to go with it and not complain and let them do what they do, but just know better. And when you're looking at it for other people, you have to know that happens to them too. So you know, if if you can, you contact people. You find out you know their real involvement. Blah blah blah. And you know, it's a it's a small community. Everybody talks. Everybody knows each other. And uh, IMDb is just an advertisement for it all, basically. Even though it's also our credits is also an advertisement of what of, of, of what we're supposedly involved in, even though it may or may not be a completed deal. Who knows? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Right. I know. We've I've noticed that, uh, and a lot of times uh, I'll ask people questions about uh, something that uh, is in Wikipedia, and they say, "How in the world did that get on there?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all the same, you know. But but you know what? After the first five years of it, we all got over being upset. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just part of our lives now. you got to deal with it. Yeah. Is there, are there any things that you've seen on the Internet that you'd like to dispel and uh, let people know right now? You know, it's always nice to hear it right straight from the, the, the person's voice when they say, you know, that's not true. That, you know. Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, except, except probably the fact that my, that my sister and I are on the outs all the time. You know, we, we argue probably twice a week, like all brothers and sisters right. will and do. <laughs> But anyway, but you know, uh, somebody in the other screen we had once and it blew up into a permanent issue, which it isn't. We're we're very close, and we speak basically every day via email and or phone. So, yeah. It's, so you know that 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 would be nice to to dispel. But besides that, it's all just part of the package. You just deal with it and uh, let it go. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, you know when they when they stop talking about this is when you ought to get nervous, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, just yeah. so you know, but I believe most people don't believe it, anyways. You know, <laughs> because yeah, you're probably right. We know how they exaggerate things and everything, and they'll take a picture of somebody that's the worst picture you could take of them, but that's the one they put up. You know. Sure. Of course. Well, I want to wish you luck with your newest DVD. It's out now. It came out a couple days ago, The Whole Truth, and it's a, it's a great film. Everybody should check it out. Um, thank I will... you so much, brother, and thank you for the time. You were, you were a great interview. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying so, and uh, I will definitely put a link on my website 
so uh, people can just click it and go to your website. And uh, How cool is that? Thank you. Yeah, And I wish Keaton luck. Um, uh, it, does he have a website that we could put a link to that people could get to? Uh, KeatonSimons.com, K-E-A-T-O-N-S-I-M-O-N-S.com. And he's on Facebook and Twitter. All right, great. We will put a link for, for both of you up there. And uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time, Eric. Hey, thanks for being so sweet. Peace out. What a great guy. Eric Roberts. want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, he, he just had so much information to give us. And uh, he, he plays such a badass in all his movies. And he's such a nice guy. And uh, like I say, I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. Well, if you want to check out Eric's site, uh, website, be sure to go to onscreenandbeyond.com. And we have a link right there that you can click on. and It'll take you right to his site or his stepson, uh, Keaton, and find out about his music. It's all right there. And be sure to check out The Whole Truth. It's a crazy movie. It's a screwball comedy. And Eric does a great job with the part that he's got in it. So be sure to check that out. And uh, that's about it for uh, Eric Roberts for us. And uh, I want to remind you that if you have a suggestion for a guest that you'd like to hear at On Screen or Beyond, go ahead and email me at feedback at onscreenorbeyond.com. Love hearing from you and I love your suggestions. I try my best about getting those people on. Uh, can't always get them, but, uh, you know, we keep trying. And uh, also, if you uh, want to check out onscreenandbeyond.com and just go there. We get so much information. We get, of course, all our reviews in the review section, uh, re- in the rerun section, and you can turn around and tell a friend to go check it out, or if you haven't checked it out yet, be sure to check it out because we've got so many different guests there and a lot of great people like Bob Barker and uh, Robert Wagner and um, Taylor Lautner, and, and it just goes on and on and on. I can't, can't name them all for you. So be sure to check that out at onscreenandbeyond.com. We also have movie reviews. Be sure to check those out. And we also have uh, the top ten movies of the week as far as the box office. And uh, just so much information. So check it out. And we are in the process of getting a guest on here, a comic legend. And, I, and I, when I say comic legend, I mean a comic legend. And uh, we've arranged the date. So uh, we're hoping that uh, everything's going to fall right into place as it goes. And I just can't wait for that one. Uh, But uh, not going to tell you who it is, but uh, it's going to be coming up in the next month or so right here at On Screen and Beyond. So be sure to get ready for that. And I think it's about time. It's a wrap for this week. And until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. (laughs) 